sex it's your girl kiwi hey y'all happy monday i hope everyone had a great weekend and is having a great day i'm gonna go ahead and start with my self-love quote and it simply says self-love is not selfish you cannot truly love another until you know how to love yourself so if you need to rewind it back listen to it again let it sink into your heart and into your mind and let it transform you from the inside out so i'm trying to be a little better with my publishing of new episodes so you know episodes out continue to listen and remember to turn on your notifications so that you are aware each time that i publish a new episode so i'm gonna go ahead and get right into it I have been thinking a lot about communication and how it is so relevant to any relationship that you have in life, whether that relationship is with family, friends, a lover, whoever, communication is key. And if you are not in tune, most importantly, with yourself, your feelings, your thoughts, and you are assertive in letting others know how you feel, you will have some sense of discomfort when it comes to communication. I don't care, again, if you're communicating with family, a friend, or a lover. This is something that we actually need to work on. So I was thinking about this, and I'm going to pull from the relationship stance excuse the noise you guys as always each time that I try to come on to record there's always commotion or something going on outside so hopefully you guys can stay with me long enough to hear what it is that I am trying to get across so I wanted to take it from a stance of communicating in relationships how men and women communicate so you all know that I am big on communication communication is key to me however if my communication is great and my partner my my spouse it's not great at communication then there may be some obstacles that we have to get over or get past in the relationship and until those obstacles are addressed we're going to be stagnant there's going to always be a conflict or some miscommunication happening because we haven't mastered this skill okay so i think women are Categorized as far as being very communicative. I think that's the right word. We communicate very uh, much so with our feelings, our needs, our actions. And a lot of times we don't have to work on that aspect of us much. However, when we try to communicate with our significant other or spouse, their communication may seem a little bit um, inward. They may not communicate verbally, um, 
but they may communicate through actions or the communication can be very different. Let's put it like that. And some men actually see communicating feelings as weakness. We'll, we'll have to cover that later on in this episode. Um, but when you have, again, a partner that's not great at communication, you end up getting issues. Okay. There have been times in my marriage where we have communicated or thought we communicated and have not. There has been times where I will tell my husband, well, you said this or you didn't say this. And he's like, well, no, I said this. And all of a sudden I'm feeling a kind of way. Because I know for sure what I heard, first of all, and what I didn't hear. However, these communications are happening within him, his self-confidence, his whatever he's going on, going on in his mind, in his head, and he's not verbally speaking these things outward. And so we end up, after it's all said and done, getting to that tower moment where there's a breakdown and they're like wait a minute this is this did not happen like this because we did not properly communicate communication is key in a relationship a romantic relationship a partner relationship a business relationship even a family relationship if you're unable to communicate then it will always be problems. So how can I work on this issue? First of all, I need to find out if I have a problem with communication. Do I have a problem with speaking how I feel? Do I have a problem with speaking how I'm thinking? Do I have a problem with doing something that you have asked me to do? Can I verbalize and say that I don't want to do it? Or do I just go along with it because I don't want confrontation? I don't want issues. I don't want, you know, resistance to whatever it is that I might say. All right. So then that goes back to can I properly communicate without my partner, family, or friends being offended because I am not in agreement or I am agreeing to a certain extent, but my perspective may be different than theirs. Will my family, friends, lover, spouse, etc., will they respect what it is that I have to say? Okay, so learning if you have a communication problem learning if you are satisfied with communicating and having resistance or um, a disagreement or confrontation can you handle the outcome of your communication without shutting down because it's met either with disagreement resistance um, or the other person is argumentative. 
can you still communicate through that? That is a hard thing to do. So, I want to help to get anyone that's listening to a healthy state of communication, regardless of what the other person you're talking to may feel, may think, may say, that you are assertive in how you feel, what you're saying, and exactly the actions that you're stating that you will or will not do to that person. Each of you all are entitled to your feelings, you're entitled to your words. At the end of the day, you still have to come to an agreement or compromise. Or just simply agree to disagree. Either way, no answer is right and no answer is wrong. Because again, you're dealing with two entities, two feelings, two sets of feelings at that. And two people trying to communicate these feelings and thoughts across to one another. So, in relationships, we often find decisions have to be communicated. So that means I have decided that this is the issue. A solution must be found and we have to come to that solution together, right? And so if I'm talking to you and we're trying to come to this solution together, but you already know what you don't want to accept, instead of you know, not communicating that from the beginning in a, in a calm manner. You don't have to say, well, we're not doing this. I don't, I don't want to do it, etc. And then it, it ends up being a hostile atmosphere. And the other person is not comfortable in saying how they feel because you have set the tone. So not only do we have to be aware of how we communicate, but the tones, energy, and how we present our feelings across. Everything comes together. You know the saying is, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And a lot of times, I'm guilty of it. I'm a fire sign for anybody that don't know. And I get passionate about something that either I feel is an injustice or uh, means something to me or I get in my feelings like (laughs) I get in my feelings and I'll be like, okay, you know, and my tone will change. And although I'm not upset with the person that I'm talking to, I'm just really passionate about what I'm saying. So anybody that's dealing with, with fire signs, we don't necessarily have to be upset when we're communicating with you. We can just be passionate about it. You know, sometimes we just have to take two steps back and say, okay, let me try to relay this better. And I've had to do that since I have been taking this self-love journey. A lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times. And now, since, you know, we are in a Mercury retrograde, it started yesterday for anybody that is an astrology buff, I am, um, and Mercury is the planet of communication for anyone that does not know, 
And so that means that a lot of communication, whether verbal or technical, will have issues. Um, Some things may need to be rescheduled, redone, um, reset, rethought about before you say it, you know, all those things um, need to occur during this phase. And we are expected to be in this particular retrograde until August 1st. So I will definitely (laughs) be probably having my own moments, but hopefully I can keep that in the forefront. And hopefully you can do that now since I have shared that information with you. So again, Communication is key. Learning how to best get your thoughts, feelings, um, what you will do, what you won't do across to the other person, um, regardless of how you think that other person may react. Um, When you present things in a calm manner, normally you can be met with a calm manner with the other person. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, um, but just try it. Just try it, um, especially when communicating with your significant others, your lovers, your partners, your family, friends. Just try it, you know, after you've contemplated it and, and thought about it and and found some calmness within yourself. Because if you're still, you know, really heated and passionate about the situation and then you try to present it to the other person, Again, you may be met with some resistance and that energy that you're exerting will be reflected back at you. So, I hope that this helps someone because we definitely have to get to a better state of communicating um, with people. Uh, That's why we're noticing, you know, a lot of things happening throughout the world because People aren't able to express themselves in a a healthy way, whether that's through um, verbal communication, technical communication, however you choose to communicate, text, whatever, these things are not met um, for the person that's unable to do properly because there is something underlining within them that has hindered them from doing so in a healthy manner. So I just wanted to talk about that today and say what's on my mind and heart concerning the issue because again I'm noticing it in all of my relationships whether it be family, friends, lovers, whatever. So, being able to talk and, okay, let's get back to what I covered in the beginning as far as men communicating their feelings, okay? Men, feelings are not a weakness in relationships. Expressing those feelings to a mature woman, mature woman, that's what I said, woman or man, whatever you into, it is not a weakness. For those that may feel that way, 
this will help your relationship tremendously if you can get out of that mindset that it is a weakness. More than anything, a mature woman can respect your feelings, she can respect what you're saying, and she can respect what you will and will not do. So, if you have a mature woman, mature man, again, whatever you're into, they should be able to hear you first of all, and be able to talk with you. You all have an open dialogue where it is a healthy exchange where you're going back and forth and she can relate on those feelings that you're relaying to her, okay? This strengthens a relationship tremendously. And if you can keep that in the forefront that you're trying to strengthen your relationship, that she's not going to say, oh, you a punk, you this, you that, you in your bag, you feeling some type of way. Now, if you guys play, play around like that, then that's cool. But still, after that's said and done, I don't, I don't condone calling people punks, by the way. <laughs> Just to put that out there, I don't condone that. I don't, you know, that's not my thing. So, <laughs> if you're into those, the name calling, the put downs like that, that's your business. I just want to put a disclaimer on that, that I'm (laughs) not into that. So, if that's how you all play around, and afterwards you can get to a calm, just and you can say, okay, I understand you and your feelings right now, and I understand and respect how you feel at the moment. I want to let you know that I appreciate, you know, you telling me these things, and saying how you feel so we can move forward and I can realize that hey he feeling this way but when you keep all of this stuff bottled up then that's where the problem comes in at because no you're not saying anything you're not saying how you feel you're not expressing these things you know but I'm telling you if you can get a get to a state of being comfortable in your feelings and in who you are and and telling this to your significant other, you will realize a great improvement in your relationship. Great improvement. So, keep that in mind. Take it with you. Rewind it. Re-listen to it. So you can let it sink deep down. Let it marinate and change it. Okay, because again, we have to get to a healthier state of communicating with one another so that, you know, the people that are hurting can learn how to express themselves better than violence, better than lashing out, better than tantrums that is affecting mass communities mass crowds and that is the goal 
of this podcast is help helping people get to a better state of who they are, who they are in relationships, who they are in their community and throughout the world. So that's all I gotta say on that subject. Um, I don't have a her pleasure part again. Um, I did want to talk about some something in the BDSM community that I just found out that I might be into. <laughs> no, but um, let's talk about it. So I recently found out what a daddy dom is, and I had never heard of daddy dom. I I had always heard of a dom. You know, I've had one myself. Somewhat had one. I haven't actually had a physical experience with a dom. Let's correct that. But a daddy dom is someone that assumes the position of a father and treats you in the instance or the sub, which is usually the submissive, and she is called a princess sub. So, if ladies, if you're into this, guys, if you're into this also, I mean, guys can have daddy doms too. That's your business. Don't. I'm not knocking it. Just make sure I try to make sure I give both sides that it's not just women, but it's women and men. Anyways, moving on. A daddy dom is a um, basically an authoritative figure, a father figure, and he loves and supports and and teaches the submissive from a a father. Um, position however he is not pretending like this person is his daughter and she's not pretending like you know I guess he's the father just the the authoritative aspect the things that a father does as far as supporting their daughter and teaching them and etc I might have to get some more details on this <laughs> because I don't, I don't feel like I'm relaying this across correctly and I just want to make sure that I am giving the correct information that way um, nobody's coming for me because I don't want you coming for me I'll let you know that now I like to get facts 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 Okay, so the daddy um, being the dominant and baby girl being the submissive. The submissive vary, varies a lot from person to person and somehow still gets along really well. So I wanted to find out the daddy. Okay, let's see. So daddy dom is a man that takes the role as a dominant force to a little which is the submissive also known as a baby girl 
a little is the submissive partner to the daddy dom. The daddy acts as a leader in the relationship with treats and punishment to his little. So, that is the relationship between a daddy dom and a baby girl or a little. So anybody that is into the BDSM community or you are considering it or you are interested in um, the daddy dom or the dom definition of the daddy dom and you may want to try out the situation, there you have it. That's what a daddy dom is. So (laughs) if you need to know any other information, look it up. I'm sure there's porn on it. I gotta look it up myself. Because like I said, I kind of like the idea. You know, that's my business. Anyways, moving forward. (laughs) I hope again that you have had a great day. And you have an even better week. That's my time, y'all. This has been More Than Sex. I am Kiwi. You guys have a great day. Bye.